Vera Payne. Sydney, Australia's own Luminous has left his mark in the world of gaming as an ambient and synthwave producer. Now Luminous joins me to speak about his latest project and how he got into being a video game composer. Thanks for joining me, Luminous. Oh, thanks for having me here. It's a pleasure. So tell me, how did you get your start in music? As a kid, I was in a in a choir um, with my with my primary school. We had a, a choir that was kind of part of the cathedral in uh, in Sydney, in Town Hall, uh, where I'm from, Sydney, Australia. And yeah, we, the the cathedral choir was part of our uh, school at uh, St Andrews Cathedral, and so I had I had an education there for about five or six years as a kid, learning uh, choir and church music, and kind of developed from there, really. Did they teach you any sheet music, like how to read it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I um, I, I got a, a great education in that. Um, these days, I'm a little bit rusty. I don't um, I don't really practice that kind of music very much anymore. Although it'd be nice to return to it. But um, but yeah, we did study that definitely. Yeah. I'm a little curious. How did you go from being in a choir to where mm. you are now? <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a strange journey, I guess. I yeah, so I started that, and church music was kind of my first education, and so that was definitely a huge influence on on the kind of music that I like appreciate and like in terms of the sound of it. It's quite beautiful, moving, harmonically rich music. Um, and then, you know, as I kind of got to a teenager, I started uh, listening to bands like The Strokes and I was like, oh, I want a guitar. I want to learn how to play that. So I kind of got into, you know, rock music a little bit. And then late teen, I started to do session vocals for a company that did like advertising jingles. So I was singing on those kind of things. And then eventually they were like, oh, do you want to have a go at writing one? So I was like, yeah, cool, let's give it a try. And so I did that and my music got chosen for one of the advertisements they were working on. And it kind of went from there. I started working freelance with that company for quite a few years. I moved to London in the UK when I was like 20 years old and yeah, just wrote music for jingles and kind of discovered synthesizers and got into electronic music from there. And yeah, it's kind of that's kind of where I'm at these days. I, I'm definitely more in the electronic music world and not so much singing anymore. Although I'd like to kind of return to that a little bit. It's it's not really part of the music I make these days. I love that you did jingles. I actually know a lot of people who do jingles. You didn't did oh, you really? Yeah, <laughs> as a side gig, you know, just a way to make some money. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's kind Absolutely. of funny. I'm curious, you you wrote it, did you produce any of it too? Like did you do everything or was it just like hey, vocals and then I went into like writing it? So like when with um, with jingle stuff, a, a lot of the time it's just like a, one person doing all of the music. So sometimes you'll you'll hire people if you need a specific singer or something like that. But yeah, no, I was writing writing and producing the whole track pretty much every time. So it was a good um, it was a good education in music production actually uh, when I first started doing that because the deadlines are pretty brutal in most cases. So yeah, you have to learn to work quickly. And yeah, I I really loved it for that reason. Yeah, absolutely. People think like when it comes to jingles that you can have like this this great creative flow and it's like no, this is part of a corporation. You need to get the work done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. They they need things yesterday all the time. So, yeah, it's a, it's a quick one. So, you got from jingles to now synthwave to video game music composer. Like, man, you're jumping everywhere. Yeah. Like, how did this go? <laughs> yeah. Kind of the journey of a lot of musicians who maybe don't fit into the uh, the general sort of um, touring artist sort of pocket, I suppose. But yeah, like I've always had a love for video games. I started playing video games from, you know, a young age 
and always owned like Nintendo consoles and and um, and then like PlayStation a little bit after when I got a bit older. But yeah, video games are like a big part of my life, and I always wanted to participate in the creation of a video game at some point. Probably from when I discovered Final Fantasy, I, I was always really in love with the music from those games. And so yeah, I, a few years ago I was looking around for you know a new project to work on, and um, I was like, oh well, why don't I? have a look at, you know, indie games and, and see if there's anything interesting that might fit the music I do. Yeah, I was lucky enough to come across a project that was still kind of in its early stages by a small development team based in New Zealand called Wild Boy Studios. And they didn't have a composer just yet. And so I reached out to them and said like, hey, like, it'd be great if we could maybe work together on something. Uh, can I send you my idea for like title music for your game? And they got back to me and said, oh, yeah, we actually had to listen to some of your music and we love the, the vibe of it. Can you? Yeah, please. We'd love that. And so it kind of it started as a very tentative thing. And I wrote some music for their title screen for the game that became a tone part of the Elder Tree. Kind of immediately when I when I sent it over to them, they loved it and they thought that it fit perfectly with the visual and writing style of the game. So, yeah, it was a it was a great start to that relationship for sure. So you came on just to do that one track and now you're you're in the thick of it. What was it like being yeah. part of that creative process with Tone Heart of the Elder Tree? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So it's a game that mixes a few different, I guess, play style genres. When you're exploring the main world of the game as the main character, Estra, you're kind of going through this fantasy environment and it's a top-down view and um, you're going to be solving puzzles along the way and we wanted that music to be quite ambient and relaxing so that the player doesn't get overwhelmed when they're solving a puzzle for example Um, you you don't want to divert their attention and so that music ended up being a really fun experience because I just got to kind of draw things out and make very relaxing sounds that were just soft and sort of comfortable And then another aspect of the game is sort of rhythm style battles, kind of akin to Guitar Hero or Dance Dance Revolution, where in those sections, the music was obviously going to be very high energy and more synth wavy. Um, The developers really wanted to go for a synth wave sort of style. So I incorporated that and then sort of added my own elements to it, especially with making sure that there were some elements of old world style music that um, that might have existed around the time of Norse mythology, which is kind of what the game's about. So you'll hear things like harp and flute, you know, small acoustic percussion instruments and drums that you would expect to hear in like a Norse mythology sort of setting, but also kind of mixed with electronic elements like synthesizers and and drum machines that are very synthetic. So yeah, we came to something kind of interesting and and with the battles which were sort of rhythm music section, we kind of programmed it in a way that the button combinations would be in time with the music. So you're basically playing the melody of each track for each battle at the same time as listening to it. So it was a really fun experience trying to figure that out and kind of iterate on those ideas until they became something fun to play. Now, I'm curious, did you have any input in the way the story was going or how the battles were going to happen? I did have some input. We had a really strong writer involved in Rebecca Haig. So she was sort of the main writer on Atone and she did a fantastic job of bringing those characters to life and moving the story in a way that made sense. The team had a, a very basic story fleshed out, but then she came on board and made sure that it made sense and made sure that it was written well and made sure the characters interacted in believable ways together. 
I tended not to want to interfere with that kind of thing because, you know, while I, you know, have an appreciation and, and love for it, it's definitely outside of my wheelhouse professionally. I definitely stayed more on the music and sound design side of things for myself. But, you know, every so often I would kind of come in and, and give some feedback on things, definitely. But yeah, it was, it was kind of just from that point of view, really. Now, for me, the game was short, but the soundtrack really made me keep going. And I really oh, liked how... Oh, it, it was. It honestly, like, there are so many sad parts in that game. Like, I'm kind of like, I had mm. to pause because there are. There are so many sad parts in that yeah. game. And the Absolutely. music just pulled you into that moment. And I just, you know, yeah. I love that about how you created that. You understood that this is, the, this is a time that needs to be softer. And then my favorite uh, song was uh, Aaron's Lament and then Blood on the Snow. Oh, yeah. So Aaron's yeah. Lament's kind of soft and it was like it was it's supposed to be just like a moment to to take in what's happening. And then Blood on yeah, the Snow absolutely. is like hard paced. It's really getting you mm. into that anger portion. And I was like, that's really yeah. beautifully done. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I, um, I was really happy with how those two pieces of music turned out personally as well. You know, Aaron's lament that that scene is a very somber moment, and it's, it's quite heart wrenching. Uh, without going into detail, we don't want to spoil anything necessarily. But yeah, it, it kind of goes into the next section, which is blood on the snow, and then yeah, you're kind of going into a fight, which is probably the most dangerous situation that you've been in so far in the story. And yeah, I I really loved how particularly blood on the snow came came out as a as a piece of music. I I was really proud of kind of how dark and dangerous it felt and also kind of how it felt a little bit unpredictable. Yeah, I was really happy with that one. Yeah, absolutely. It did. It honestly, it did. Because on hard mode, it just kind of felt like it was going all over the place. And yeah, right. Yeah. And it, But it was fun and it was meant to be uh, erratic. And that was exactly yeah. what that moment was meant to be. And I was like, this is perfect. With that said. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> with that said. I'm not the only person who has noticed this. New Zealand uh, gave you an, a game award in excellence in audio. And I'm just like, absolutely. Yeah. How does that feel to, to receive a recognition like that? It felt really wonderful, honestly. That was still during, I think that might have been about halfway through development or, or something. Um, we, we hadn't fully finished the game just yet, but we showcased a demo of it along to a, a bunch of different places. And yeah, that felt really fantastic. You know, it, was, it was lovely to be kind of recognized for the contributions that I'd put into the game. And it helped me crystallize that, okay, we're doing something interesting that people are taking notice of here. So something must be going well. <laughs> I'm curious, did it have any like positive impacts on your career? Like, are you now a serious uh, video game composer? Something that I, you know, want to keep doing. Absolutely. I'm, I'm currently looking for the next project. But yeah, I think it has definitely helped my career. You know, it's a it's a it's something concrete that I can show. Hey, yes, I shipped a project. There's an hour and a half of solid music in this game and and it's out there for anyone to go and check out if they want to which it definitely makes it much easier for um, for me to continue in this industry I think it definitely makes it easier to continue in this industry for me I think having a solid project like that under my belt yeah it feels really good definitely I'm curious are you going to continue working as a DJ are you going to produce stuff there too are you going to or are you going to lean a little bit heavier into the video game composer area I would like to lean a little bit more into video game composition, but I definitely, you know, I want to, I'm going to keep releasing tracks as an artist as well, because I really enjoy that side of things. And it, it kind of lets me explore sounds on my own terms rather than, you know, music that's made for a specific brief. 
which I love as well. You know, like there's there's something fantastic about creating a, a bespoke piece of music to fit a visual interactive element of media. Yeah, it's really fantastic to be able to do that. But also, you know, as an artist, uh, a musical artist, it's it's also fun to just explore the ideas that I'm coming up with naturally without any further involvement. Um, and I think, you know, I, both both sides of the coin end up with sort of different styles of music that I can then incorporate into each other as well. So it's, yeah, it's definitely something I'm going to continue on both lanes with. Now, before I let you go, I'm curious, what was your favorite song in a tone? Uh, good question. I think for me, for me, it has to be Reunion. It's a very short track in the soundtrack that only happens once in a specific area during a dream sequence. And it's just a very sort of soft, lilting, sort of arpeggiated synthesizer it's almost like a lullaby, I guess. created that one just kind of by accident one night when I was up late and um, I was just messing around with uh, with my keyboard and and I came up with this and then I, I looped it for you know a really long time just because I was enjoying the way it sounded and, and how I felt listening to it and when I ended up looking at the clock after some time it had been almost an hour and I was like okay <laughs> I've got to use this in the game somewhere but we couldn't figure out where to put it until um until almost right at the end of uh, development, where I'd kind of forgotten about the track's existence because it was just like a little demo that I was messing around with one night. It wasn't um, specific to any area of the game, and um and I showed it to the development team, and they were like, "Oh my god, we have to put this exactly in this place," and and then yeah, it it just worked really well in that situation, and it felt like the 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 perfect piece of music for that element of the story, and so yeah, that's my favorite one, I think. Well, thank you very much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. And for those listening, where can people find more information about you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. My profile is twitter.com slash luministmusic. And my music is also on Bandcamp. It is luministmusic.bandcamp.com. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. 